Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. My name is Elise. And I'm Jin. And we are the hosts of Elise in Wonderland. This is a show for those curious about the world, travel, culture, and new perspectives. Welcome to another Sunday morning on Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Today we are talking about uh, the new year and... Um, in doing some preparation for this show, it became very obvious that everyone in the world basically celebrates New Year and has some sort of cultural um, tradition that goes along with celebrating and bringing in the New Year. Yeah. So today we will talk about um, how people celebrate all over the world. And um, we're going to start with some embarrassment <laughs> on our behalf. And I should warn listeners, I have a bit of a cold. So if I just disappear for a moment, it's just because I'm coughing under the desk. Okay. So Jen, get ready for that. <laughs> we are going to start with um, a little exercise. So repeat after us, listeners. We are going to learn some new languages, how to say Happy New mm -hmm. Year in different languages. So um, obviously in English, Happy New Year. But we will be using our helpful guide, Google Translate, to help us learn Happy New Year in See, some our different show is languages. sponsored by Google. Sponsored by Google. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, French is Bonne Annie. Yeah. Bonne Annie. Bonne Annie. Okay. Jin and I, Jin assigned me some Eastern languages, yes. which I find very difficult, and some of the Western or other languages which I might be more familiar with, he's going to try. Yeah. So, Banane, good, good try. Okay. <laughs> um, I got assigned to Arabic. So, in Arabic, Happy New Year is Sunat Jadidat Saida. And I'm going to play the real one here. Sunatun Jadidatun Saida. Okay. okay, so that didn't really work. <laughs> Next is Chinese simplified on here. Mm. So Jen said I have to say this in a very sweet, kind, kind nice soft voice. Xinyan <laughs> Kwai <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? Xinyan <laughs> Kwai <laughs> So repeat after us, or repeat after Google, because that's the one you want to yeah. actually listen to. Yeah, actually, let's, let's do that. <laughs> so next one is Hindi. Hindi, go ahead, Jin. Um, I have to kind of shake my head, right? Nayasar Mubarak Ho. Awesome. Oh, do you want me to play it? Can you? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm like cueing these Or if you can speak like um, na na narratives, then. Nayasar Mubarak Ho. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, and Japanese. next, I have Japanese. So, Akeme shite omedetto soyamasu. Guys, this was hard. This is a long word. Akemashite omedetto gozaimasu. Yay. And Korean, which Jen will laugh at me now. Let me just pull it up. Oh, I have, me, I have him in front of me. He can, he yeah, can. my wife. <laughs> Jen and his wife will laugh at me. Uh, 
Sehebogmani badeseo? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> How does a native speaker say that? Sehebogmani badeseo. Okay, it's kind of the same, right? <laughs> I speak dialect, so I'm not the one. Okay, Russian. Sunovem <laughs> kodum. Change your voice for that. Okay. Snovom godom. Snovom godom. Okay, Spanish, Feliz Italian, or Portuguese. Similar. They're all kind of similar, so what did you find there? Feliz Año Nuevo. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Feliz Año Nuevo. Um, and I, the last one I have is Vietnamese. <laughs> Please don't kill me out there if you speak Vietnamese. Chuk mung nam moi. Chuk nam moi. Chuk mung nam moi. Okay, I do not have the accent down, but it's such a cool language. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll go back to that one and try to learn it. So, we didn't have time to go through all the languages, but please let us know if you want us to try another one next time. We are always interested in learning something new, and yeah. I think this was a good exercise for us. So, Happy New Year, everyone! Happy New Year! Yay! We so, have to ask the most uh, popular question of the year. Mm -hmm. How was your holiday? Yeah, of How course. That's what, when you get back to work, mm -hmm. of course, everyone's rubbing the sleep out of their eyes. That's right. the only thing that they can talk about. <laughs> how was your week? So, Jin, how was your week? So, um, it was very cold winter. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't drive, so we stay home, we watch movies. That's awesome. Um, I'm not sure you guys know movie name About Time. No. Um, it's very it's romance, romantic and comedy, and it's it's kind of about time travelers. Yeah. Time traveling, so it's a little bit science. Sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, no fi. <laughs> no fiction. Yeah. Oh, no, okay. I'm kidding. Um, and I <laughs> so it was so a documentary about time travel. <laughs> no, it's it's sci, it's time traveling, but they don't ex explain anything. Uh -huh. Nothing. They just say, oh, you can time travel. Oh, okay, that's so a good premise. Happen? Yeah, <laughs> you just have to go through, just uh, understand what they say. Uh, I also watched Guardians of Galaxy uh, Volume Two, uh -huh. Caribbean's New Caribbean of Pirates, Pirates of oh, the Caribbean. Caribbean, and I basically take two naps every day. Oh my gosh, Jen, that's the dream. <laughs> I would love to do that. Right, and I recently started reading a book named Kill Alice. <laughs> Anyone agree with me? <laughs> <laughs> Jen is reading a book called Kill Alice. Um, okay, tell me about that book because um, now I'm worried about my safety. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a girl is dreaming about Alice in Wonderland and she is Alice. Mm -hmm. And she meet people like, I don't know, Humpty Dumpty and mm -hmm. Queen and Trump's, like Trump's Not Trump. Trump soldiers. <laughs> um, in, in in the Alice Wonderland land, there is Humpty Dumpty, like an egg. Uh -huh. He died, he murdered. Mm -hmm. And when she wake up, she find that one of her friends in the university that uh, he has murdered. Okay. Um. So And someone said they're, the both worlds are connected. So it's like a dual world mm -hmm. kind of thing. Parallel world kind. Parallel and world. The problem kind. is in Alice in Wonderland, White rabbit, like a gin. The white rabbit, which is you. Yeah, suspect Alice as a murderer. <laughs> so if Keen finds Alice and if she's murdered, then she will die in the real world. I'm afraid I'm going to be discovered now. Yeah, so you <laughs> this cannot is a sleep triple anymore. parallel. Don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
I have Jin watching me in my sleep. But I started reading yesterday, so I will read more and I will let you know more. Let me know how it pans out. <laughs> Kill Alice. Yeah, uh, and what about yours? My week and my Christmas was pretty amazing. I had a great time. So my family does this thing every Christmas where we, if anyone has seen the show Iron Chef, the original Japanese show or the American show, it's basically you get a secret ingredient and people have to compete to make the best dish based out of this ingredient. So we all got, um, the kind of secret ingredients we got were all canned Mm. items. We had the challenge was make something amazing out of canned vegetables and yeah. Yeah. So uh, we got assigned different things. Every year my family does this competition (laughs) and I won this year. Suck it, Pipitones. Which was awesome. And you didn't bring one here today. I didn't, it's a very intricate. Okay preparation but we had a lot of fun doing that uh, of course hanging out and napping and watching lots of movies together and then um after the 26th i went on a week-long vacation in cuba which was Mm -hmm. awesome what a cool place i had done a lot of research and reading to understand the context of you know how how much history cuba has gone through maybe we can get into it in another episode but right there's a lot of history there of taking over the island, and mm-hmm. so there's a lot of different cultural influences there. And um, I spent some time in Havana, uh, a city called Matanzas, which is very small, and you know, there's like, people washing their horse outside their house, like oh, that kind of thing going on, which was really cool to see. Um, and then went to Vinales, which is um, full of these mountain ranges and tobacco mm. fields, very rural area as well. Nice. So I had a nice time, it was very warm, and then I came back and caught a cold and <laughs> and started back Exciting. into work, and reality just hit me like a ton of bricks, so. How, well, just, I have a quest, lot of questions about how much temperature was there. Oh my God, it was beautiful. It was hovering around 20, between 20 and wow. 30 the whole time, like didn't go lower than 20. I think we're mixed, needs to be mixed. So <sighs> not have I know, come on. Can't everything just be a comfortable temperature? <laughs> um, it was beautiful. I had a great time. Perfect. But we will talk more about Cuba because there's lots to know. Mm. Um, so we also asked a few of our listeners uh, about what they did. And so we had a comment from Kat who said that besides the regular drinking around <laughs> New Year's, which happens a lot, um, she also hung out with one of her Dutch friends' family mm-hmm. who gave her oily boiling. Oil boiling. <laughs> what was that, Jin? <laughs> Says oil balls. Like yeah. Chinese. So they're kind of, th- I've seen these before. They are like deep fried mm. little donuts. So that sounds like I a see. perfect hangover cure as well. <laughs> when you say you saw it, you mean you ate it? I've had it before, yeah. <laughs> oily boiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had another comment from another listener as well, yes, right? Yes, our one of the most super fans comments commenter, <laughs> Anthony said it was Sunday, then it was Monday. Or well, I just it reminds me of a joke in Korea, Christmas joke in Korea when you are a single or solo. Um, like Christmas in Korea is most like a couple thing. I heard that, so I mean, that's true. Right. It's n- 
um, my brother's girlfriend is from Korea, as you mm-hmm. know. She was saying, you know, this the last two Christmases here have been amazing because it's a different thing. It's In Korea, thing. it's yeah. not a family thing. You know, maybe if you have small kids, but right. it's a couple's thing mostly. Yeah, yeah. So if you're not a couple, then you sleep on Eve, Christmas Eve, and wake up at 26. <laughs> <laughs> so you just sleep through the day. You skip that. So Anthony's comment again was, it was Sunday, then it was Monday. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is like top commenter of 2017. Maybe we should start a poll now. <laughs> yes, yes. For the next year. That's awesome. Okay, so we're going to be going into our first song, which is something um, that historians have dubbed this song the song that nobody knows, but it's a song that we all know mm-hmm. and no one knows the meaning of it. It is, of course, the song that you play on New Year's Eve everywhere around the world. I mm-hmm. saw that this was a common song that you play. Um, which is Auld Lang Syne. So when we were talking about this episode, we were like, it would be kind of cool to figure out, you know, what's the history of the song and why do we play this? Like, where did the song come from that everybody knows? So Auld Lang Syne, uh, the title means, it's a translation from Gaelic, which is um, a Scottish, Mm -hmm. Irish kind of ancient language, um, which means old long since or times gone by. Mm -hmm. The song is an old Scottish poem and it was translated into a song. So as Scots immigrated around the world with them, they took the song with them. And some of the ballads changed throughout this process to include lines about drinking. (laughs) So one of the lines is, we'll take a cup of kindness yet, for example, in the song. So um, people were, uh, you know, associated this with New Year's Mm because it's about looking back on old friendships and Mm -hmm. drinking. So, you know. It's, it fits. Perfect, yes. Perfect for this time of year. So eventually, it was a Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians, which is a band. Mm-hmm. Um, Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians made it famous and are responsible for making it a New Year's tradition. I believe that's the version that's played in New York, for example, when the ball is dropping. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, only a no lyrics song. It's just the, mm-hmm. the music. So... It's basically a song about remembering old friends. So today, it's one of the most recognizable songs around the world, whether it's played at funerals, celebrations, or a warning that a shop is about to close in stores around Japan. Mm. This is something a phenomenon where uh, all over Japan, <laughs> when it's about closing time, they play Odd Lang Syne as well. I learned that. Okay. So we're going to play for you a short version by the Beach Boys that I really love. It's a beautiful arrangement, of course, as the Beach Boys are known for, and it's an a cappella version. So please enjoy this version of Auld Lang Syne. Welcome back, everyone. This is 101.5 The Hawk, and you're listening to Elise in Wonderland with Elise and Jin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is 9.20 a.m., and we are talking about New Year's and how we celebrate New Year's all around the world. So I just want to do a little shout out as well. There is a group chat that we have, which is actually where it's at. If you're going to be listening to Elise in Wonderland, find us on at Elise 1015, our Facebook page, and drop us a little message and say, I want to, I want to be in on this group. <laughs> and we are doing a live chat. And this is how we collect comments from our listeners and learn about new guests. So please check us out again at Elise 1015 or just type in Elise in Wonderland. Um, so, Jen, how did you like this Beach Boys version mm-hmm. of Odd Lang Syne? So, we used this song kind of in a different way um, as all Korean men going to military at their 20s. 
mm. um, before, probably before the day or a week before they go to military, we go to karaoke and sing some crazy song at the beginning. But at the end, we sing this song together because it's kind of long, mm. and a full version. So you can stay in our room a little longer <laughs> and say we will miss you. You know, good luck for it's almost two years. So I'll wow. see you in two years. That must be a really crying. interesting process. <laughs> crying <laughs> after you've had some soju yeah. and saying the crazy songs. <laughs> that sounds really beautiful. So as you can see, this, this song is really used for many different occasions. And, right. and it's a really lovely way to celebrate. So we're back and uh, we're going to dig into some of the cool ways that people celebrate New Year's and interesting ways that people celebrate the new year all around the world. We mm -hmm. found, I found so many different <laughs> uh, things, but we were, we kind of pulled the ones that we found the most yeah. interesting for this show. If you guys have any other things that we didn't mention that you do or that you know that people do around the world, please send us a a message on mm -hmm. our Lisa in Wonderland Facebook page and we would be happy to talk about it some more. So, um, I have here the meaning of the year 2018 in Asian culture, the Zodiac, mm -hmm. is golden dog. Right. So, can you tell us a bit more about that, Jin? So, um, it's every six years. The, the way 60 years. Right, yeah. 60 years. The way it's calculating, you know there are 12 uh, animals in Chinese Asian Zodiac. Mm -hmm. And there are also 10 categories of each year. So every year you get the next category and next animal. So how can I say that the earliest the match of 10 and 12 is 60. So that's why every 60 years you get golden dogs. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. So 60 years ago it was golden dog year yeah. and now it's golden dog year. So again. you will experience almost the once in a lifetime because you don't okay. live almost 120 years old, right? But what happened is, so golden means basically a money mm. and dog is cute. So what, what people do in Korea and Asia culture these days, you know the piggy bank that yeah. you collect the money on, the pig-shaped yeah. pig basket and this, this year they will make a doggy bank. So is there something unique that happens every single year based on the zodiac, um, or is it just depends? Yes, it is. I mean, every animal has their meaning hmm. or something, and they make a little bit about a mascot or some for gadgets the for the year. But golden is kind of big thing, so they make bigger. So thing. everyone's gonna be rich and cute this mm -hmm. year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm going to go to Korea in summer this year, so if I can get some doggy bank for everyone. I would love a doggy bank. <laughs> I have a pig right now, but I would gladly switch it out for a golden mm. doggy bank. Cool. Okay. That's something I didn't know. Yeah. Um, so there's also a different and unique celebration that happens in Korea. Is that right? Right. So um, a lot of Koreans going to East End and to see sunrise of January 1st. Um, I mean, it's a small country, so it doesn't take more than three hours driving. So everyone's trying to go there, take a train or take a bus. Um, we did in the apartment in ha Hamilton. <laughs> you went to the east side of your apartment? Which is balcony. <laughs> oh, how convenient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's, that's one so thing. And the other thing is um, we rang the bell for three, 33 times and midnight like January 1st, because it's the meaning of um, three, th 33, 
is the meaning of heaven in Buddhism. Hmm. Um, it's a long story, but it's the the nickname of heaven is actually thirty three sky. Mm. So that's why they rings thirty three times. times. So do you just have like a little bell you ring? No, it's like a huge bell, and five people has to kind of oh the thing. They like pull push. the bell back and forth. Yeah. Do you have a a small version you do here? I think so. Yeah. I, no, I don't. Oh, I don't, oh. But but this is cool. a tradition in Korea. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Um, I also read that in Greece, so people always see, you know, like my big fat Greek wedding or Mamma Mia, and they understand something about Greece, opa and breaking plates. But (laughs) I recently went to Greece. I asked someone about what is this breaking plates thing? And they said at weddings, it's very common. The parents will break the plates at the wedding. They're breaking the plates that the child ate off of in their home mm. to signify they're going to a new home to get new plates. Makes sense. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So breaking plates also happens around New Year's. If people break, so around New Year's, people will take plates and break it at your front door. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the more people break plates at your door, the mm. more popular you are. Right. So the more <laughs> mess you have to clean up, basically, <laughs> the more popular you are. That's a nice way to put it in. Yeah. So some families also hang a pomegranate above their door for 12 days mm. of Christmas. Right before midnight, someone who the family considers lucky or unhappy is chosen and they they smash the fruit against the door, basically, and shatter the seeds. So mm. this breaks loose its positive prospects for the year. So the more seeds that are all over the place, the luckier the year will be. They like a mess. Yeah, they like smashing stuff in (laughs) Greece. But I thought that was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. There's also some stuff that happens in Spain, which I found interesting. Right, so um, you basically get 12 grapes and you peeled each one of them um, 12 strokes of midnight. Mm. And this symbolized 12 lucky months ahead, like prosperity, healthy, and joyful year Mm. in the future. Yeah, so I was reading the it's like kind of a challenge to mm. eat a grape every single second. <laughs> every oh, okay. time every time it's like ding, ding, ding for the 12 strokes of midnight, mm. you gotta swallow a grape. Um, and I read some stuff about people's techniques on how they did it. Some people do one at a time. Some people try to smash them all uh. in. But basically you wanna get 12 grapes in you yeah. um, as midnight is hitting. So nobody is kissing and drinking champagne in no Spain. Mess. Yeah, they're just getting their <laughs> vitamins. Um, there's also something called King's Cake that I thought is kind of mm. cool. And this is celebrated in various countries, um, France and Mexico and other countries, where a tiny little baby Jesus, mm. or I guess it's like a little plastic baby figurine, okay. um, gets baked into this round cake called mm. King's Cake. So you slice up the cake uh, around New Year's, and whoever gets the slice with the little baby in it, mm-hmm. <laughs> is a king or queen for the day. But this person also has other responsibilities Mm. bestowed upon them because they found the baby in their cake. So they, some of the things include they have to host the next year's New Year's Eve party Mm. uh, or host King's Day on January 6th. So this is the celebration, celebrating when the three kings came to Jesus. This is their celebration. Mm. So um, I was just imagining someone eating that and me like, put this baby in my cake. <laughs> and maybe everyone just to swallow it and there's no king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, being the king comes with a heavyweight <laughs> responsibility. Yeah. So in Japan, another food thing. So you、Yay. eat soba noodles.、Um, it goes back to 17th country. <coughs> sorry, 17th century. Length of noodle is critical. So longer you no- your noodle is, the longer your life will be. And prosperity.、Mm. Uh, also, people in Japan who believe in Buddhism may dress up like zodiac animal、mm. for the coming year. So it's dog. So we'd、year. have some dog dress ups.、Mm-hmm. I、That's、should cool. find some on the website online. Yeah.、Um, they also ring the New Year's by ringing a bell at a Buddhist temple 108 times. It means 108 humanly sin. Oh my gosh, I didn't know there were that many humanly <laughs> sins. Well, it's easier in Korea. Just times. 33 <laughs> times. So they ring it 108 times at a Buddhist、mm. temple. So similarities there between Japan、yeah. and Korea.、Mm. Um, in Ecuador, I thought this was kind of cool. So people, as you know, travel is, can be very expensive, especially if you're in more of a remote part of the world. Or if you want to leave from South America to North America、mm-hmm. or Europe, in Ecuador,、um, if you want to travel in the new year, you take your empty suitcase and you take it for a walk around the block.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> This signifies to the travel gods that,、um, that you want to travel so that they're aware of your wishes and will allow you for more travel in the new year.、Mm, but he might be in trouble because he's a travel god. I'm <laughs> 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 not seeing you. <laughs> um, I thought this was kind of cute, but、mm-hmm. I could imagine seeing your neighbor just walking around, like <laughs> pulling an empty suitcase. Send me some tickets. <laughs> What do you have to put in the, in the thing, in the suitcase? It's empty because you, you're filling、uh, it with travel god wishes.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know.、Okay. Um, there's also some. There's some scandalous, nice stuff that goes on、so、in this, Latin America. Yeah, so this radio show is now R. R rated, everyone. <laughs> Those、so、with young children, please <laughs> turn the volume close down. Close your ears. Just kidding. <laughs> so, Latin America, wear the color of underwear you want to bring in the new year and celebrate over the new year. So, like, love is red, the wealth is gold, just like golden dog, and、mm-hmm. peace is white. Mm-hmm. So, I, I read that in Latin America, all over the place,、mm-hmm. people,、um, underwear, lingerie stores will have, and I'm, I'm assuming it's the same for guys too.、Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. They will have big sales going on for underwear right before New Year's. So, they'll have、uh, lots of red underwear if you want to attract love into your life, or I guess golden or yellow、mm. un- underwear on sale. And I also heard that some people try to stack them. So、oh, they'll wear like, like <laughs> three or four different colored underwear. So they want to get everything in the new year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it,、uh, like we can't even guess. Like green, maybe, I don't know,、um, economy or. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a couple other colors. But if you want to secure your luck,、mm. just wear them all. I'm going to start doing that, I think,、yeah. for the new year. I want my golden, get my golden underwear on. <laughs>、um, also, in Cuba, this is something that I experienced, which was、okay. kind of cool、uh, or heard about in Cuba. They throw one of the people that was taking care of the Airbnb that I was staying at、mm-hmm. on New Year's Eve said, Okay, you have a balcony, which is great. So, take this cup of water、mm-hmm. because when you count down, if you're going to stay in the apartment, Don't go walking on the street、right. 
because yeah. everyone is going to throw water out their balconies right when New Year's hits, and they're going to aim for people walking mm. on the sidewalk. <laughs> um, so, if you have an umbrella, that's okay. You know what? That would be an interesting experiment. Right. I could walk around the street with an umbrella and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So people throw water out their windows to celebrate. Um, and I did see lots of people in their apartments with their families mm. and heard from locals that, you know, they don't really, some of them did go out to dance parties and stuff, but a lot of them just had amazing music and dancing mm -hmm. and then they counted down at, outside their windows. So, so, so your experience, did you do that? No. Oh, you just look outside if everyone, anyone is out walking. I heard lots of craziness going outside the windows, yeah. Okay. So people know that they will get sweat, but... Yeah, people stayed off the street. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure we should do it in Canada because some part in Canada, when you throw the water out, you will be frozen. frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it could be dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, what about Romania? Yeah, in Romania, it's kind of... Like Japan, you traditionally dressed up like a bear and visit door to door to word of evil spirits. I saw photos of this, so yeah. But the point is, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be too much like a bear, right? Because they will actually scare people, <laughs> or you might get shot. Yeah. <laughs> I saw photos. They have like these. I don't know what they are, but it must be some traditional Romanian dress where they have big, mm. big red kind of fluffy bows attached on these bear costumes. Okay. And I just saw this photo of this team of people dressed up as bears with these bows. And uh, yeah, you walk, you walk door to door to visit your neighbors that you want to keep safe. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of cute, but I don't know what I would think if I saw that here. I'm interested to know anyone out there who is from a Romanian background. Mm. Um, do you yeah, sell it? Is this how, yeah. how, how common is this? Or right. do you get bears knocking on your door a lot in Romania around New Year's Eve? Maybe we can ask our friend Ada, who was here a little while ago on the yeah. Romania episode. Very interesting. So we challenge you, um, anyone listening out there that knows some interesting and unique things that go on on New Year's Eve around the world. Such a cool um, discovery to see how different and even similar things that happen around New Year's, but that New Year's Eve is such a globally celebrated mm -hmm. thing. Um, please send us a message on Elise in Wonderland on our Facebook page and, and let us know. Mm -hmm. Is this something that you do? Is there something we didn't cover that's really interesting that you wanna know about? Let us know. So we are going to be playing uh, our next song, which is a Korean Christmas song. Jin, mm. tell us a bit more about this song. So I tried to search for New Year's song, but we don't. We have one kind of child song, but it was too childish. <laughs> <laughs> too childish for our mature show. Yes, yes. So I picked this song. It's kind. It was kind of popular in 2000. I can say 12 or 10, and it's one of the most popular singers groups, the mm -hmm. boy groups and girl groups. So they kind of work together. And it's it was popular. It was you can listen every street on the on the Christmas day. Oh, cool! So it's the name is Must Have Love, uh, sing by SG Wannabe and Brown Eyed Girls. SG Wannabe, Brown Eyed Girls. Okay, cool. Benvenuti to Alice in Wonderland. Swagate Alice Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, the ocean girl, Hanyang Mida. On the one or one five. One or one five, the hog in Mida. Sing Jiao. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. It is 9.41 a.m., uh, and we are talking about New Year's and our traditions all around the world. Mm-hmm. So, Jen, that was a really cute song. <laughs> um, can you tell us a bit more about what was going on in that song for those who do not speak Korean? <laughs> <laughs> Which is everyone. <laughs> um, so they were friends, boy and girl, and well, it's, it's Christmas, so why don't we you know, get together, spend time together, and you know, just be romantic. Ooh. On Christmas Let's day. make this Christmas Eve special. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. This is something that people do all over the world. Every time the calendar resets one year, there's something mm-hmm. about ringing in the new year that makes people think about big picture stuff. Like, right. what am I going to do this year? What kind of a person am I going to be? Or mm. what things do I want to change or improve in my life? Um, I see a bunch of ads for gyms popping up <laughs> on my Facebook. and um, This is something that's a universal thing. Right. So we asked some of our listeners what they thought and what their resolutions were. Mm-hmm. So um, do you want to read the first one? Right, so Anthony again, thank you. Um, he <laughs> said he wants to be a better person than 2017. So I read that this actually, I was looking at what are the top resolutions mm-hmm. for 2018 around the world. This is actually neck and neck with I want to lose weight <laughs> as the number one uh, resolution for people all over the world. Be a better person than they were in mm-hmm. 2017. I'm a better person in close to lose some weight, I guess. Well, not necessarily, but <laughs> um, Cynthia, one of our past guests, said that uh, she wants to say yes to more things that make her happy and release one video per week on her channel. So, for those of you who haven't already seen fabulous Cynthia's channel, mm-hmm. she hosts something called Broke Fat and dot dot dot. It's a YouTube series. Um, where she talks about body positivity, she talks about makeup and fashion and in the diversity in the fashion world. And she's hilarious and a genius. Mm-hmm. And we love her here so at Elise in Wonderland. Right, I just find out her, we invited her as a guest on October 15, 2017. Mm-hmm. So you can find them in iTunes or podcasts. Yeah, check her out. Um, we also have Momo, who. Uh, said that he wants to love more and be more. Mm. What a great goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he, Mohammed Mohammed is his name. We call him Momo. Mm-hmm. And he calls himself Momo. Uh, he was going to be our guest next week, next Sunday. He is an amazing human being. He is a motivational speaker um, in his community and for the Muslim community, and also um, has a channel called The Momo Experience. He is an interesting fellow and has lots to say. He recently, um, I think he's still in Mecca right now in Saudi Arabia. Uh, or will be returning shortly, and is going to be talking about his trip to Mecca. Mm. So please tune in on next Sunday. Uh, Momo is an amazing guy, a hilarious person, and I think it's going to be a really interesting episode as well to you to explain the significance of making this journey to Mecca and so, how it's changed him. Right. So that's probably their tradition in New Year's to go to Mecca. I guess. No, no, oh, it's okay. not a New Year's tradition. Uh, I don't believe, okay. but it's something I know he had the opportunity to do mm-hmm. for this New Year's. Okay. 
Um, but I may be wrong. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. Yeah. What about you, Jin? Um, so it was a lot of things happened last year and this year. I can say a lot of things are settled down now. So I now I'm pursuing more education and I'm trying to do more like our radio show like this. We are looking for a house to buy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so it never ends though. It's really expensive. So, but hopefully we will move out very soon. Um, aside that, I just I used to be a very techy person, and I wasn't I wasn't a person who interact much with other sense mm. than texting, mm. messaging. Techy. Oh, right. I thought you said something else. Techy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. But what happened ever since we started a radio show, I like to listen to people's voice and I like to speak more and I like to see people's face and more interact with other senses. I can say, you know, human has a five senses or hmm. six, some people say, woman has one more. <laughs> Sixth sense. <laughs> Special sense. Um, like, we, I want to more listen to people. I want to um, shake hands or touch more people and walk outside, breathe, feel outside airs. Hmm. I, I want to do more than sitting on the computer. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a great goal. I think a lot of people can take a lot from that as well, too. Mm-hmm. It's so convenient to, you know, I was just thinking, I have an Uber Eats app. I literally <laughs> don't need to leave my house to have food just brought to my door. And I don't even have yeah. to interact with this person. There's mm-hmm. so much to be said for, you know, being in Cuba, for example, there's no Wi-Fi. Right. People have lived this way or a certain way for so long. Mm -hmm. And I saw lots of people with a t-shirt that said, get off your bleeping phone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's kind of like they're resistant to the tech culture where, you know, people aren't interacting and and meeting each other and knocking, just knocking on the door to say, hey, what Mm -hmm. are you doing? Mm -hmm. I know, I know some uh, crossing intersection in UK. I think they says, don't look at your phone. That's dangerous. Right. And people call it smartphone zombies. Smartphone zombies, yeah. So yeah. they hit a column or they fell in somewhere. Because you're walking and texting and not yeah. looking at where you're going. That's a very lovely yeah. goal. That's my resolution. What about yours? Very nice, Jen. So I have, we'll see how long this lasts. Normally, I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions because when I've tried it in the past, you know, come February, I forgot <laughs> already. But... Um, I'm coming to s- around to see the value that resolutions bring and a time to kind of reflect well, on what's probably important. probably makes different because now you're promising to all our listeners. Yeah, I'm going to have some yeah. people hold me accountable now. <laughs> and you, Jen, now okay. that I'm saying it out loud. So for now, I've set aside two days a week, evenings, mm-hmm. um, to follow my goal that I talked about last time, which is saying no to everyone else but me, doing mm-hmm. something just for me. Uh, because I have an affliction that is called FOMO, or fear of missing out. I overbook my calendar. I burn myself out and get sick like I am now because I just do everything that I can to keep busy because I, I don't want to miss out on anything. But what I'm missing out on is by what I want to do just for me. So I actually started talking to some people about um, taking me rock climbing because I've oh. never done that, and I've signed up for kickboxing classes. Oh my gosh! I know. I be careful now. Then. I know. I'll yeah. Watch out my mouth. <laughs> Don't try to kill me because I will get you. Oh, that's true. Um, and more travel. Mm. I think traveling solo too is a really cool experience and um, is a great time for reflection as well. And mm. and 
gives you confidence that you can do stuff mm-hmm. uh, on your own. So that's what I want to focus on is uh, getting rid of my FOMO tendencies. Yes. <laughs> so this kickboxing and all these are like two days a week. Yep. Tuesdays and Thursdays, nobody call me or text me, please. (laughs) Or text me so I can reject your offer because that will make me feel good. (laughs) Until until February 1st. Until February 1st, I'll renegotiate. (laughs) But you know what? For right now, I actually have it blocked in my calendar. You can see it in my Outlook calendar. Um, That is something I'm going to focus on. And I believe that that is, as well as the the non-interacting with people thing, Mm. it's something that a lot of people struggle with. Mm. Either, you know, over committing themselves to other people, to work, to um, family, and never saying no to anyone who needs Mm. their help, or um, never, like, taking time to just be social and Mm. and spend quality time with your friends too. Well, I want to comment on that. It's all about prioritizing that. Mm -hmm. I know everyone is equally important, but for you, you should care your families first and yourself most first. Mm -hmm. And then if you have a time, then you can hang out with others. Then people doesn't, you know, hate you just because you spend time with yourself and say no to them. Mm -hmm. If they saw, then they are not good friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Um, so we also had a, a little mm-hmm. space holder in here to talk about one thing we learned this year that we didn't know before. Well, I was tired with my wife. Yeah, this was an interesting one. <laughs> so every time we cook some kind of potato, we peel, we cut them, and she started coughing. What? Okay. Um, I thought it was a coincidence, but it happened since so- like last year summer. She's coughing every day when we cut potatoes, raw, raw potato, not uh, um, others. Steamed potato is okay. Weird. And we just cutting online. raw potatoes. Yeah, and we search online, it's, and it's happening out there. There's an allergy to raw potatoes only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a point of this section, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you want to say? Um, yeah, I learned, I don't have a specific thing, but actually through doing this show, mm. and this year was the first year that I started in the international department. Right. I got some opportunities to travel. This year has been really busy. Mm-hmm. And basically, in general, I it opened my eyes to mm. um, different ways of living, different cultural mm. perspectives. Uh, and that has been a an amazing lesson for me also having people come in and talk about moving to Canada and how Mm. lucky through their eyes how lucky we are to live here in this country it's something that you always kind of know you know we're we are in Canada um, we pride ourselves on being peaceful and and being celebratory Mm. of diversity and it's always like yeah that's great we're great but Mm. hearing it directly to me people saying this is my experience and this is what Canada means to me Um, I'm learning more about what I should be grateful Mm. for as well which is really awesome lesson yeah for me well well, I, can, I have to mention that I became permanent resident last year. Yeah. So it, Congratulations. Now I can call Canada as a home. Um, well, I, I felt home here, but it was different because I was temporary and, you know, mm-hmm. you can something happen. You never you know, know what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And then now um, 
like same as the thing like I'm looking for a house to buy so I can stay longer <laughs> without paying rent. Yay, I know, um, that's the dream. <laughs> yeah, and as you said, I also learned a lot of people's life and basically is thanks to Maria Brecalanti who was our guest. Yeah. She hold a coffee club every week yeah, and she's we great. invite different people, talk about things and learn different tastes <laughs> from different <laughs> world, different food. So if you are also interested in coming to coffee club, then please please come. Anyone is jo- anyone is welcome. It's not Mohawk thing. Um, it's every every other Wednesday, so it's happening this Wednesday, four mm-hmm. thirty to six p.m. Mm-hmm. in the Language and Culture Center right. slash International Square, which is located in room J one three seven. Yes, write it down, everyone. J one three seven. You can always walk into the center too at our Fennel campus and just say hi. We would love to learn more about our community members yeah. as well as our students and. Ask for gin or release, and we'll be happy to show you around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Great. So lots of learning this year. Um, and that actually uh, reminds me of a quote that I found by Neil Gaiman, who's, a, who's an author uh, of a bunch of things that also got turned into movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one just resonated with me. So the quote is, I hope that in this year to come, you make mistakes because if you're making mistakes then you're making new things trying new things learning living pushing yourself changing yourself changing your world you're doing things you've never done before and more importantly you're doing something so i really like this quote and uh, i hope that our listeners like it too mm-hmm. because trying new things learning new things like doing a radio yeah. show for example um it's all about making mistakes and it's about putting yourself outside of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to try something new. And not everyone uh, feels they can do that, but trust me, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't recall the name of the science scientist, but he made a like, thousand mistakes to make a light bulb. Edison, Thomas right, Edison. Edison. Yeah. So what he says is a mistake is only a process if you, if you success at the end. So. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I hope that in this new year, everyone can make mistakes (laughs) and feel brave enough to try something new and learn something new. So Next week. Next week. That brings us to next week. Again, we are going to be talking about Mr. Momo, Mm -hmm. um, his experience as a motivational speaker uh, in the Muslim community, as well as his trip to Mecca and what that meant to him, its significance. I think we want to learn more about what does Mecca mean Mm -hmm. um, to Muslim people and what does the trip and the pilgrimage to Mecca mean to someone Mm. um, from someone who just came back from that experience. I know I've been talking to him a little bit. He has been very moved by the experience, has had a lot to say. He's been posting nonstop videos of himself talking about what this Mm. is like. So we're really lucky to have him come into the studio and talk to us about what does this mean and and what does it mean to him? So we can learn more about that. And we're going to close on a motivational song. (laughs) Uh, This is the Rocky theme that most people will recognize called Gonna Fly Now by Bill Conti. Um, And Jin, why did you choose this song? Uh, I just want to make everyone get up early. (laughs) (laughs) Get up early with us. Make a change in your ears, you know. Very cool. So 
I hope all of you listening will um, turn the volume up and do some running up and down the stairs and running <laughs> along the beach like Rocky did in the training yeah. montage, yes. pumping weights and um, thinking, you know, take a few minutes and think about what do you want this next year to be like for you? Mm -hmm. um, and we are always here to support you. So send us a message at Elise1015 on our Facebook page. And we hope you will listen um, to our next episode Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. on Elise in Wonderland, 1015 The Hawk. Enjoy and Happy New Year, everyone. See you next week. See you next week.